welcome to a very special episode 50 of Checking the Gate, a film and religion podcast. I am Michael M. Patty. And I am Robert Wright Stasco. And today we are doing something out of the box, not our usual thing. We're doing, uh, we've done it a couple times before, we are doing a roundup since it's a milestone episode and today is also the sixth anniversary. We're recording our fiftieth episode, and today is the sixth anniversary of when Robert released the first one, when we did Avatar way back in twenty eleven. Wow, how time flies! Man. I know. I I was but a baby faced thirty three. <laughs> wow. Uh, so anyway, in today's episode, we are doing a roundup. Since we've been doing sporadic recordings, it's not monthly as we would like. Because <laughs> if we had done it monthly, we'd be on 72 by now. Yeah, by wow. that logic. We are doing six films, and then for TV Corner, we're going to just go through and do a recap of the shows we've done and where they stand now and what we think of them and whether or not we ever watched more of them. Yeah. Like, I'm notorious for only watching one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them are only worth watching one episode, yes, though. Yes, so. yes. So that's our uh, show for yeah. this time. Uh, yeah. Well, looking looking back over the episodes that we've done over the past six years, and like you said, we were sporadic. So sometimes it was because we had uh, various health problems and... oops. <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll come yeah, back later. Yeah, he'll hear more of that later. Yeah, but we we had kind of a hard time. We were uh, just a little before our time when we started doing this. We we, yeah. we we did like a bunch of movies that weren't really kind of religious, but <laughs> Godzilla <only> sorta <laughs> Godzilla. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it had spiritual elements that no, weren't, it didn't. Uh, it had made up stuff. <laughs> well, it was inspired by. Never mind. Uh, I, I I can't defend that any more than I have. So, but anyways, yeah, it's just in the last couple of years we've seen the the rise of the faith based movie, and it they they started talking about that in 2011 when we started. But it took a couple of years for these movies to get in development, and then for them to gain traction and popularity. You know, different studios could see, oh yeah, we this is a thing and we can make money off of this. It's the Christ ploitation movie as I, I like to call it. Did you did you coin that word or did I, you I like something? to think that I did. <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear I never heard it anywhere else. Someone else might have said it, but I, I didn't hear it from anybody else. So I'd like to say that I trademarked the, the Christ ploitation <laughs> term. Because it yeah. is, it's 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 an exploitation film. It's a movie that's cheaply made that kind of recycles plot devices from other movies, uses the same kind of themes over and over again. Uh, a very specific audience, cheaply made to make a lot of money off a a, a targeted demographic. So, you had the black exploitation movies of the '70s, which uh, you'll find them on riff tracks. Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino love those movies and oh, did their yeah. their homage to the exploitation film with yeah. the the Grindhouse yeah. pair of movies that they did All and right. uh, um, <laughs> Mike's telling me it's time I, yeah, to move on. I think yeah. So so I, yeah, we've talked about all this before. Um, I I was I was gonna save this for the end, but 
and maybe I still will. We'll yeah, I'll I'll save it. It'll, Mike's gonna. Save All right, it. we're he's gonna yeah. zing us it. Um, I was looking up what year Left Behind came out. I well, could, well, remember. yes, we talked about that episode how people were had written articles about all excited about this movie, and it turned out to be. Just, it was okay, but it, it was another, not another. Yeah, another Nicolas Cage. <laughs> no, no, the original. Oh, the original. Yeah. Well, that one came out in the nineties. Two thousand. Oh, yeah, it's still the nineties. All right, more on me. this. More on this later. Just, just. Mike's chomping at the bit. He yeah. wants to tear these movies apart. Oh, so I let's, do. Some let's, more than others. Let's get started. So uh, let's let's uh, let's go down the list of the movies. Yeah. So. Uh, we did. Should we should we say what they're gonna be first? I think we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here they are. God's Not Dead Two is gonna be our first one. And do you believe? And next is uh, Joseph and Mary, followed by The Young Messiah. Then Christian Mingle, Miracles from Heaven, and Risen. I can't think of a good prefix, but it's a it's a palooza of something. Yeah. Christplatation Stravaganza. That's <laughs> what I like to call it. So we just finished watching the last movie on our list, which was Do You Believe? Yeah. Um, and so that one's freshest in our minds. But we, we, we arranged these. We had we, I put them all on note cards here and put them in order from roughly worst to best. So we do kind of a, a count. A countdown to the the best one we had on our list here, but we had a hard time shuffling the bottom ones around, like the bottom, yeah. like the bottom four, really, three, the, yeah, four. The bottom I, four yeah. were really tough. So, but thematically, they kind of lead into each other. So we're going to yeah. start with God's Not Dead Two, and we're starting the timer. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we to have explain, we have an R two D two timer. Robert has twisted his dome all the way around, and I guess that's a five-minute... I don't know how it works, but I guess yeah. he's, he's, he's putting five minutes Setting on the, the clock. Time. And when the timer goes off, we are never talking about God's Not Dead again. Right. <laughs> it, okay. It is... If if any of you out there have... if, if You know, I know we have a couple of listeners. I am assuming you have listened to our God's Not Dead episode, where we did... We talked about the first one. And uh, oddly enough, I watched God's Not Dead 2 on the anniversary of when the first God's Not Dead <laughs> episode released. So it's just, it's weird how these things line up, yeah. isn't it? Yes. And like any good sequel, it really is more of the same. Oh, yeah. It's almost exactly like the first. They have some returning characters. You know, you know what they was... They have new characters. You know what was sad about that? Was all the returning characters were like the worst actors from yeah. the first movie. Yeah. Not, <laughs> obviously not Kevin Sorbo. Not yeah. Dean Cain. They kept Pastor Dave, the African guy, the reporter who is miraculously cured and is a believer now after she was at that Newsboys concert in the first one. Yeah. Her well, cancer's gone. Her Yay. cancer is gone. Yeah, that's we'll we'll have a couple of those in yeah. this episode. Let's see. At the at the end we should tally up, let's not forget, we should tally up the miracles in these seven movies. Yeah. Instead of a college professor challenging his kids to prove the existence of God. We have a court case. God is on trial. A teacher answers an innocent question with the words of Jesus. 
and all of a sudden is facing the criminal justice system. It's a little unclear what crime she committed. You know, at best she'd be in a civil trial, not in front of a jury, but oh no. Not in God's not dead too. She, she broke. She broke the school policy of yeah, which which, which violates church and state of uh, yes. te- teaching religion in the classroom. Which they go out of their way to point out is not technically a law. Yeah, you know it starts out simply enough that the the school board says issue an apology because she did defy school policy. That's that's not in doubt, but. They blow it way out of proportion. Yeah. There's no way she'd ever be in... She might be in... Like, she might have to settle something. Yeah. She would not be in front of a jury. Yeah, because like, the girl who asked her about Jesus, her parents sued her yeah. for trying to proselytize the, the kid. Yeah, and the which, girl didn't which want they it. have a right to because, yeah. because it's... And okay, first of all, the way they play it in the movie, she didn't do anything wrong. Right. By answering her question. But yeah. the makers of God's Not Dead 2 try to play it off like she's a victim. Yeah. The, all the Christians are victims. All, and yeah. all the atheists are, are villains. bloodthirsty bad guys who are out yeah. to get uh, every Christian. And, okay, so back to my point. What she did wasn't wrong. She answered the kid's question about Martin Luther King and Gandhi being influenced by... It was the kid who brought Jesus up. Yeah. And then she answered it with the words of Jesus, and they show some kid who's not a character in the movie tweeting it or something. Yeah. And, but it's just, it's, it's snowballs, and it's, nothing is proportionate or convincing or realistic. Yeah, like, the court scenes remind me of, like, the fake court scenes in that show The Grinder. <laughs> You, you see, the you remember that one? Was awesome. The grinder was awesome. Yeah. So it it was just yeah. like that. It was you know like do you have any more witnesses to call? The girl busts in the door. <laughs> Stop! I have something to say. And well, do you call? Her? I'll allow that. You know, like like yeah. like like in a future Rama episode, I'll allow it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so she gets up on the stand and almost blows it. And oh, and what was great was the the prosecuting attorney for the parents. Yep. It, you know they they have this. Oh, uh, just let's keep going. Yeah. I'm, I'm not done. <laughs> but they God's have, not dead, and I'm not done. <laughs> but they have this big setup for when he comes out to introduce his character, and he steps out of the car. And you see these big black shoes. I'm like, oh, I know. This is going to be our bad guy. They do a slow pan up. And who is it? It's Satan himself, Ray Wise. <laughs> he, so it he was so much more than Satan. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, he, I he, he's milked that. I mean, you he, love he, to was, hate he him. was he was Satan in the show The Reaper yep. on the CW long time ago. Um, it so. was actually just called Reaper, Robert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, I mean, I mean, that was a little over the top when I saw him. I'm like, of course he's the yeah. evil lawyer who's putting the poor Christian on trial. It's Satan himself. It's, yeah, so. and just like the first one, there are subplots. Oh, there's... The, they there's all tie a, together. Yeah, the they end. all tie together. There's there's uh, Pastor Dave from the first one is ignoring jury trial instructions. So then, of course, he's picked for the jury. But then he gets appendicitis and can't serve. And as he's recovering, he tells the African guy, she needs me on that jury. 
Oh, my God. And that's why you shouldn't be on it, you tool. Yeah. That's exactly, you know, the, the, the utter disregard for the American criminal justice system just disgusted yes. me. Yes, well, the grinder won the trial. Yeah. She got off. Uh, she didn't lose everything. Yeah. She, you know, the, the jury found her case because yeah. the girl, the the punk looking girl who took over, had when she walked out the door, he saw a, cr a cross in the back, and it was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> she had a cross tattooed on the back of her neck, yeah. so it was it was very contrived, I, very I tilted. And the newsboys, sung, the, sung oh the yeah, song oh yeah, the, the newsboys, the, the newsboys were at the beginning asking the reporter about her, you know, you know. How's your cancer? Oh, it's better. That's wonderful. See what Jesus can do? Jesus healed you. Just like every other movie we're going to talk about today. Yeah. All so. right. So I, 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 before, we, before we wrap up, or should I save it till after the next one? I, I'm going to save it. I'm yeah. going to save it because they're thematic. Yes. Do you believe? No, I do not. Uh, we, next, is... next movie. No, we just we just sat through it, so we're gonna talk yeah. about it. Yeah, well, Mike, we watched this one together. Every yeah. now and then, we'll. This is like the yeah. the third or fourth one. I know we did we did the Left Behind remake. We yeah. did we did Noah. Yeah, and Prometheus. Uh, we saw Prometheus uh -huh. together, but we didn't record right after it. I'm not sure if that yeah. counts. Yeah, but in this one, during it, you brought up the interesting fact of who wrote this movie. Yes. I like to go on IMDb. Usually I do it as we're recording, so stuff's fresh in my mind, so I can you know, make pertinent points. Believe it or not, I actually try to sound like I know what I'm talking about on these things. I looked up Do You Believe while we were sitting down to watch it, and apparently, literally and metaphorically, I'll be damned. It's the same two writers of God's Not Dead and God's Not Dead 2 and a handful of other faith-based films I'd never heard of. Probably all from Pure Flix. I, I didn't look that far. I, I bet you they're all produced by Pure Flix. I was, yeah. my eyes were hurting too much from rolling. Yeah. So, uh, they're... You, you know, you know, yeah. you know, Pure Flix, I, I think, I don't know if they still have this. Like, they would take major Hollywood movies and edit out all the sex and cuss words and stuff. Oh, is that them? Movie. Yeah. I've, I've heard yeah. of a company that does that. Yeah, I believe that was the Pure Flix. That's how it's yeah. So then they're like, well, let's just make our own movies. That are you know, um, I've I've always vanilla and <laughs> I've, I've <laughs> and unoffending. Yeah, and I've I've always found it ironic that parents who want to show watered down movies like that to their kids presumably have had sex. <laughs> anyway, I've uh, I've gotten back to the IMDb page. Yeah, but we don't we don't talk about that. No, we don't yeah. we don't, we don't acknowledge its existence outside of the bedroom. So yeah, uh, please Chuck, don't do that. Chuck Konzelman and Carrie Solomon uh, are the writers of these cinematic wonders. Yeah, the, and we we found them to be one trick ponies. It, oh my god! Even down, there's a scene in. Well, the first thing we noticed was. Uh, when do uh, do you believe started? Uh, it was they they started with a voiceover and oh <laughs> this is it's it's interconnecting stories so this is kind of like uh, love actually and then Robert's like or or like crash yeah and then later on in the movie there is a car accident it's exactly like crash. It, it's totally. It's like this guy saw Crash and thought it was the best movie ever, and decided I'm gonna make every movie I, that I write just like that. Yeah, it did we win have, Best Picture, Robert. Yeah, well, 
<laughs> Whether or not it should have is debatable. It's like <laughs> it, well, it's like how green is my valley, all right? <laughs> I don't get that reference. It it won instead of Citizen Kane because they oh. hated Citizen Kane. <laughs> oh, that's not the example I think of. <laughs> what do, what one do you think of? <laughs> Saving Private Ryan, losing to Shakespeare in love. <laughs> More on that later. More on that later. <laughs> and, going back again, it's all cyclical. There is even a scene. This movie came out in 2015, and God's Not Dead 2 came out in 2016. Yes. There is a scene that is almost word for, It's exactly the same, almost right. word for word, where a paramedic is on trial for proselytizing to someone who's about to die, and they're gonna put him on trial. Just it, it, it almost it's, no. It's almost word for word. It, it is. They say a lot of the same phrases and stuff that they did. As, in God's not as dead in too. God's not dead too. And it, and it this was, came first. And, and yeah, and it's it. it, it ah, forget it's, it. It's, it's nobody's like, nobody it, saw that other movie. Yeah. We're just gonna reuse it. it. It's like it's almost like John Williams and his scoring. You know, it's like. Wait, is this uh, the beginning of the Raiders of the Lost Ark or the Imperial March? Nope, it's just the nightly news. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I think I think yeah. I, I found that the, the makers of some of these films they have I think I think they're they're sick in some way. They have these diseases. Like this guy caught the the crash virus, <laughs> you know. And uh, I I wouldn't even go that far. He's he is they're hung up on their own. Yeah, yeah. They're they're drinking their own Kool Aid. They they know they know what they like and you know I my my biggest complaint with these is the way they're demonizing non-believers. Yeah, it and they want these to be uh, a, a tool of witnessing to people and you're you're that's you're vilifying the people you're trying to reach and yes. you can't do that. You can't. Yes. Do that. All uh, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold statement. Yeah. This this is it. This we are we are not doing any more Consulman Solomon films. We are we are definitely uh, can I can I PG curse? Yeah. We are sure as hell not doing God's Not Dead 3. <laughs> they better not even make no. one. No. They had the stinger at the end of God's oh. Not Dead 2. And thank you for using the right filmmaking term for it. Yeah, it were uh the 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 pastor who had the pastor uh, Dave. Pastor Dave, he was supposed to turn into sermons for the government to review for some reason. <laughs> I know <laughs> some some contrived reason. Yeah, I I've I've heard I heard the, of this being threatened, but I've never heard of anyone actually doing it. It's for the when you have a mega church and you have like a, like a coffee bar or something in your church, you have to sign a a five hundred one c three document so you could still remain a nonprofit but there's like stipulations in there that say like you can't preach about uh, anti-abortion and stuff like that so i think that's why they wanted to review the sermons and they they've never gone and arrested anybody for no. that so uh so they were set they arrested pastor dave at the end of the movie and and the uh, the one guy says to the um the african pastor uh what do we do now he says we pray and have faith, and I said that they never make God's Not Dead three. <laughs> I I will all right. I, now I, I we're kind of you know lumping these two together. I will I will say this. I did think that they cast 
God's Not Dead Two was a little technically better yeah. than the first one. There were better. There were more names in it. It wasn't it a was, Sunday school right uh, drama yeah. type kind of stuff going yeah. on. The same cannot be said for our next film. No, <laughs> Joseph and Mary <laughs> with yes. uh, Kevin Sorbo from um, who who played a demigod in in Hercules. Yeah, uh, you know, and also in God's Not Dead. You know, and. And Melissa Joan Hart used to play a witch. Now she's doing pure flicks. So yeah, so she learned her lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wanted the talking cat to show up. That would have been <laughs> fun. It would have yeah. helped. But Joseph and Mary is an account of uh, a fictional account. A fictional account, a very fictional of uh, Joseph and Mary from the time. Uh, Shortly after Jesus was born, till Joseph's death, really, and they they talk, they go to Egypt and they come back, and but that's only a part of the story. If you look at what's written in the Bible, and I'd say probably about maybe ten percent of the movie was based on something biblical that happened. The rest of the movie is just a contrivance. I think the makers of this. movie had were suffering from diseases as well um <laughs> i've given them names like the last one was they had the crash virus you know like You're every right, movie yeah. like the crash yeah um the these next two movies uh joseph and mary and uh, young messiah they suffer from the peter jackson embellishment crisis <laughs> or they i remember i i had to my treatment for PJEC was extensive. <laughs> <laughs> they they had a, a scant amount of source material to work on, and, but they st- had to stretch that out into uh you know an hour and a half to two hour movie. Yeah. So they invented all these characters like, like in, instead of dealing with Joseph and Mary, most yeah. of the movie is about <laughs> this mo- this yes. woman. What was her name? Rebecca. The woman was Rebecca. Rebecca. And the rabbi was Elijah? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And it sh- they should have called it Rebecca and Elijah because that's what the movie was about. First, at uh, the beginning scene, the open scene, yeah. where Joseph is kind of a spectator, there's yeah. this guy who's saying, the Just Romans are taxing us so bad we're starving. And mind you, this guy's like 300 pounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's right. So I didn't, I didn't make that connection, but he's <laughs> right. So then my wife pointed that out. She's like, "Oh God, this is so terrible," and that's in the first five yeah. minutes. And then I had to watch the rest of the movie. So then he dies, and she said, and then which was mercifully short. It was yeah. eighty-two minutes or something. Yeah, and then so the, Rebecca is she's in mourning, but she's got the hots for uh, Pastor Elijah or Rabbi Elijah, I should say. And she's got two kids. Yeah, and and then. Uh, when uh, Joseph and Mary leave because he has a dream about the Romans coming to kill Jesus, um, they pack up and leave town, but all Rebecca's kids get killed. Um, even the older one, yeah. for some reason that they contrived. Drama. And, yeah, and now she wants revenge on the Romans, and she wants Elijah to kill the Roman who killed her kids. And But then there's this lesson of forgiveness that Joseph gives them right at the end, and then the guy falls off the cliff and dies anyway. So yeah, I, I, it, it's really contra- and, and you know there's another disease I call it the the data syndrome. They have the every actor in this movie has this like cool deadpan delivery and they can't use contractions. 
I do not think because, we can go to Jerusalem. Because it is not safe for us. We must remain here. That's how English was two thousand years ago, Robert. <laughs> yeah, that's how they spoke English yes. during biblical times. Although, although that's how all the Canadians spoke English <laughs> in, in Jerusalem. Yeah. I just did you notice how how cheap it was? It was everyone had these really bright yeah. garments on and and the, Birkenstocks. Oh like, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know why I noticed, but. It was costume, clearly costume robes and off-the-shelf Birkenstocks. Yeah. And everybody in the movie is white. Uh, oh, yeah, the white washing. Everybody is, like, like, no, like, very white. There was no um, Asian, or not Asian. No. Not, there was no Arab people at all no. in this movie. It and... rained. It rained in the desert in one scene. Yeah. Which, I mean, I know it... They do have a rainy season, but yeah. it's... It was raining because they yeah. filmed it in, in Canada. Yeah, uh, I do. I do want to give a shout out the lady who played Mary. Uh, let me let me look it up so I get her name right because it's it's hard to pronounce. She was on one of my favorite shows, Hannibal. Uh, she played uh, Freddie Lowndes, Lara Jean Korostecki, and she did okay in this. I'm yeah. I'm not gonna. Well, was, she, well uh, Joseph know. and Mary were all right if they were in the movie at yeah. all, but it wasn't about them. It was about these other people. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, it so was just I, I, it, I didn't, I didn't hate it. It was short. Its heart was in the right. It was interesting. I'm sure the people who wrote it managed to. It was really yeah. hard to scrape together the money to get two people I've heard of yeah. in it, um, and. I'm sure a lot of people worked really hard, and then it it got sold to. Was it on Netflix? Yeah. It okay. Was on yeah. It was, Netflix, I forgot yeah. which service it was, and yeah, now it's on it Netflix. Was, it was so. a directed movie. It seemed more like a really bad Lifetime movie with those yeah. kind of productions. So yeah, those kind of production values. So, uh, I mean, the that's the worst thing I can say yeah. about it. It wasn't. It didn't bother me the same way that the. T- <laughs> God's yeah. not dead. Did yeah. That's why it's a little slightly higher on our list. But yeah. the young Messiah. Yeah, um, Mike. I have. Uh, this is totally my fault. I dropped the ball. I had the list written down, and I completely forgot about this movie, yeah. and so I didn't. I didn't watch it. Well, I watched it, and you didn't miss much because it was exactly the same plot as Joseph and Mary. Oh, okay. It was the the young Messiah. It takes place over a similar time span, starting with when they fly to Egypt. And then come back. They and, had uh, they had Egypt Air back then. <laughs> uh, the flight to that's Egypt. That's what they. That's what they. That's what like, they took to they, Canada. That's what they yeah. took to get there from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> they flew. They flew from Canada to the Middle East yeah. on Egypt Air. They were on the flight to Egypt. Yeah, they escaped the the killing I of know, the the innocents there in in uh, Jerusalem. I was reading and up went to on Egypt that. and. After after Joseph and Mary, I was reading up on that. It may or may not have actually happened. Um, yeah. One of the like one of the links I found from Wikipedia said it wasn't really reported that that actually happened, but it was totally within Herod's character, so yeah. it could have. Yeah. And in terms of the story and how God's plan works, it's like. It, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Okay, <laughs> um, they're they're drawing parallels. The author of um, Luke is drawing parallels between Jesus and Moses. Okay, okay. You know, because they did the same thing with with Mo- uh, yeah. Moses when he was born in like Passover. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, honestly, that's even more evidence for it not yeah. actually having happened, right? It's... It could, like you said, it could have. Yeah, we don't know for sure. But I'll, I'll take I'll take the book at its face value. But that's just the difference between me and you. So, I appreciate the uh, metaphorical implications, but at the same time, uh, it could have been factual. So, all right. The, so the young so Messiah. There's a difference yeah. between fact and truth. To me, it's still truth. So, the young Messiah is based on sort of the same story they you know they have jesus in, in egypt and like they have this you know obviously satan kind of character a guy in black robes with mascara on and <laughs> rock star blonde hair and he does something to make it look like jesus cursed this kid he fell down dead and so then jesus goes and brings <laughs> him back to life and uh and then the kid gets up and starts kicking jesus because <laughs> Because he still is trying to pick on him. Because he, he was picking on Jesus. Jesus said, go away. And the kid fell down and broke his neck. And then Jesus healed him. And the kid gets up and starts kicking him again. It was really kind of strange. Dude, Sean and Bean's in this movie? Yes. Does he die? I don't think so. Okay. No, he doesn't. He plays like... I mean, eventually. He, he plays <laughs> this, this centurion who kind of keeps running into Jesus. More on that later. Yeah. And... It's oh, and and uh, quasi first doctor actor David Bradley was in it as the old rabbi. Yes, yes. Uh, do you know that he's going to be reprising his role as the first doctor? I'm not sure that's true. I sent that to you, didn't I? Yeah. Well, I saw it in like the Telegraph. You, yeah, you sent me something like some kind of okay, but I, I saw it in the yeah. Telegraph and the Daily Mail, and I don't, it wasn't in the Radio Times, but I some, think it's awesome if it's true. Yeah, that would be. And yeah, I, I wish they do it with the second and third Doctor. Yeah, we're speaking of like uh, an episode of Doctor Who that might happen during Christmas time with the twelfth and the first Doctor. So yeah, we'll see. That would be fun. But anyways, uh, what is not fun is this movie because it still it suffers from the Data Syndrome and the Peter Jackson embellishment crisis because they they base some of this. There's a story from the infancy Gospel of Thomas where Jesus heals a baby bird and it flies away and. And that's kind of like a story that's in this infancy gospel of Thomas. It's a, a Gnostic gospel, which isn't in the Bible. And they have to invent these characters. Like, they ha- they're they traveling with Mary's brother-in-law. Okay? They could... Or no, it's Mary's brother. They could have... They should have done her sister, Elizabeth, and her husband... Apparently... Was. Yeah. Apparently, this was based on a novel by Anne Rice. So, it's based on a novel by Anne Rice. I didn't know that. Yeah, novel, Christ the Lord out of Egypt. Huh. She did not write the screenplay, though. Yeah, well, she she became a Christian for a while, and then... After her husband died, I think. Yeah, and then she's like, well, I don't want to be in the church anymore because all the Christians I know kind of suck, so... Yeah. <laughs> they were. She had some bad examples. But, uh, yeah, they should have done... Instead of inventing, like, these fake... Like, an older cousin for Jesus and, like, Mary's brother and sister-in-law. I should have done her sister and brother-in-law, Zachariah and Elizabeth, and their son, John, who became John the Baptist. That would have been a much more interesting story. Or they could have done—I mean, this was 
but Jesus is probably like eight or nine at this point in the in this in the movie. They 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 could have had his his younger brothers around, like James or something. That would have been something. Joseph and Mary had children apart from Jesus after he was born. So they could have done <laughs> stuff like that, but they had to invent these other stupid characters to 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 do this all this stuff that you really don't care about because it has nothing to really to do with Jesus. And it ends with the the story of uh, Jesus in the temple in, from Luke chapter 2, where, where he's they, he's talking with the rabbis and stuff like David Bradley, and they say, well, why were you searching for me? You didn't you know I was in my father's house, you know that. And, yep. and then and that's when Sean Bean shows up. He was trying, he was sent by Herod to, you know, kill Jesus because, oh, there's this, kid who escaped when when we had to kill him the first time and he just kind of lets him go because he sees that jesus was in. so sean bean doesn't die but it, it's all this stuff that isn't in the bible so yeah this is another one where i think the storytellers are suffering from another disease this one is you know the superman paradox where you have this omniscient character when somebody knows everything, you can't create conflict by confusing them or surprising them or, or anything. So they have to invent this conceit where Jesus doesn't know the circumstances of his birth. And he has he's seeking out the rabbi to try and find this out. Like what really happened and why did all the babies die and all that stuff because they were trying to kill him. And it, it just doesn't work with the character of Jesus that I know and you have to change something so fundamental like that I, I ju it just doesn't work and it brings the whole movie down I think in the end it makes sense that if it's an Anne Rice thing and yeah it wasn't so. supposed to be in the but Last Temptation of Christ wasn't based on anything in the Bible yeah but, but that, that was a good movie yeah <laughs> this, this just isn't yeah because of all the extra stuff that they threw in, it wasn't. It, it, yeah, it wasn't interesting. It should have been more Sean Bean. He was, well, he was the best yeah. guy in the movie. But it, it was all this other stuff with the. It was just not interesting. I wasn't invested in these characters that were made up. So, yeah, fooey on that movie. All right, all right. Let's so see. So, what's next on our list? Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle. I heard about this when Corbin Burnson tweeted that he was writing and directing it. And I'm kind of a fan of Corbin Burnson's. I, I really like Psych. We're, yeah. from, we're from Northeast Ohio, so Major League has a, yeah. a special place in our hearts. Yes, it does. And he spends a lot of time in Akron. And, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's, like, big into the soapbox derby and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. Uh, so... Like how? What on earth is Corbin Burnson doing, writing and directing a Christian Mingle movie? And I remember, I think I told you about it. Like, look what they're coming out with. Yeah. And it's been. Uh, was it on our list? That it list was from a it, while back. It was. Okay. We never got. It was a couple of years ago. Twenty thirteen. Well, we couldn't find it. it, it yeah. It, it came to theaters really quick and yeah. was out. Like certain other movies. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a really small thing. And then it it has since shown up on Netflix. So we penciled in for the roundup, and here we are. What were you expecting? I was expecting something along the lines of God's Not Dead, something that was really yeah. proselytizing. Yeah. But this one was, instead of being like in the faith-based genre, this is more in the, the rom-com genre. Yeah. 
and it's, it, but it had that faith-based element in it. Yes. So, but it followed more of the formula from the rom-com. Yeah. Let's get this out of the way. Yes, it's kind of a commercial for Christian Mingle. But there really isn't that much Christian Mingle in it. It really is the story of the characters. Yeah, it's a, it's the MacGuffin. Yeah. It's the MacGuffin. There's this girl, she's sick of dating stupid guys, so she's she's not a Christian, but she wants to meet a decent guy. She's so a she C&E. Goes, she's a C&E. She's not, a, she's not even a, a Ray Wise's character yeah. in God's Not Dead. She's well, yeah. not a, a non-believer. When you say C&E, maybe like Christmas, Christmas and Easter. Easter. Yeah, yes. um, I had a friend who described himself as a creaster. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good, too. <laughs> as far as rom-coms go, it was... It followed uh, a decent rom-com formula. I thought the ending was a little bit Cinderella kind of contrived ending. Yeah, you know? they they could have like, done a little. They could have done a little tighter with the ending. Yeah. But, and part of the problem is it was a little bit flawed. You know, his the the guy's problem is that she lied to him about how Christian she was, and you know she shouldn't have been on Christian Mingle in the first place. That's fine, but dude. She bought the books, okay? She went to Mexico. Yeah. She's trying, dude. Yeah, he, he went on a mission trip to Mexico, and she went along with him. And yes. During that mission trip, they, they kind of saw that she didn't know much about the Bible. Yeah. They found her Christian but she for went, Dummies book. Yeah, but she went to the Bible study. She went on the mission trip. Yeah. She was there. She was showing up. Yeah, it, it painted the Christians in broad strokes as kind yeah. of like, snooty i'm better than you you're not one of us kind of thing but i'm like well even if she so she lied and she's making an effort weren't wouldn't you instead of being oh you lied to me be like well okay well if you see some value in this let me tell you and then i'll then you will be one of us yes you're right but they needed to give it some drama and i and i understand that it's a it's a, a a flaw of the it's it's a flaw the, of the rom com genre, yes. not not yes. the, the structure. It's a flaw of the structure rather than they, they needed yeah. to. There's they needed to give it a little bit of, of a conflict to yeah. to hit some check boxes. How about a shout out to Major League co star David yeah. Keith as you know Parkman? Sorry, <laughs> you he, hit this one, you get to name it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, that man is like the worst actor ever. I'm sorry, uh, he's not a good actor, but Major League co star. I, I I picked up this movie. Because I, I, there was two movies. There was like Epoch and like Epoch Two. I forget what exactly what it called. But the second one had Billy D. Williams in it, and I haven't seen Billy D. Williams in a lot of stuff apart from Empire Strikes Back: Return of the Jedi. So right. I'm like, oh, cool. So I sit and, through the, the, and the Lego Movie. Oh yeah, where he yeah. played the same character. <laughs> yeah, but then so I sit through this first movie, uh, which starred uh, David Keith in the starring role, and he was so bland and so boring, and it it was supposed to be some kind of weird sci-fi thing, and it was just so cheaply done. I mean, worse than the Asylum movies on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. It just just a snore fest all the way through, and then the second one was twice as boring. It was <laughs> And and it didn't even have Billy D. Williams in it all that much. So that's why I was like, you know, Michael, as you know, is not a fan of the Daredevil movies. And yeah, I he, just got to that. He was he, his, he played um, Ben Affleck's dad. Yeah, in yeah, Daredevil. it was. And I like that movie because it it has a great, great uh, sound design to it. And that's my thing. And um, I've I've often said before, when and it's you're, an over the top comic book movie, and I, I enjoyed that. But when your main selling point is the technical aspects, yeah, you know, in three D, 
or <laughs> yeah. Quentin Tarantino's last movie, The Hateful Eight, in 70 millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> the Hobbit, in high frame rate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're touting the technical stuff, like the sound design of Daredevil, that's how yeah. you know the movie's crap. Yeah. But uh, getting back to Christian Mingle, it was I, it was pretty decent. It, it, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. It was yeah, it was too. cute and charming. It had a lot of you know I really like seeing actors I like. Yeah, you know Stephen Tobolowski was in this. The uh, I never watched Party of Five, but Lacey Chabert yeah. was just. She was good. Adorable in this movie. She was she was good. Yeah. John O'Hurley is doing his John O'Hurley oh, thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um just the they got they went out and and cast good actors and Yeah. I, I Corbin, Morgan Fairchild and yeah. David Keith. And of course know, Corbin Burnson. Corbin Burnson has does a two cameo. Scenes. Yeah. Um I just I enjoyed it. Yeah. I can't say it enough. It was cute. The thing that wasn't contrived was her faith journey. Yes. Uh, that seemed kind of natural. I mean, it was rom-commy, like, the, kind of compressed the, the timeline, did some things in montages and everything. But it was it didn't seem, like, contrived like like some of the stuff in God's Not Dead and Do You Believe, the, the kind of fake crisis that people are forced into. She has a more organic way of coming to it and yeah and that was it's sort little... of thing that they talk about in the movies too it's like yeah how different people come to faith in different ways and this is her way of coming to faith and it's it was a little shallow that she's she starts out kind of doing it for a guy like she's she's a, a high-powered ad exec mm-hmm. but she really just wants a man but on on the other hand it could be argued that that's what she's missing in her life, and then she discovers that it's God that's missing in her life. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's got the career thing nailed down, and there's a, a subplot in the movie where there's a, a product that she doesn't believe in, and she comes to the conclusion that she needs to, you know, find something to believe in, and that turns out to be God. And then yeah. she discovers that her her coworker is a, a believer as well. They bond over that. So, so I was expecting it to, like, just, for it to be dreadful, and it, it wasn't. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I wouldn't say I really enjoyed it. Some a lot of, For me, a lot of the comedy fell flat, and I thought, like the like I said, the ending was a little contrived. But the, the one thing that I did laugh at was when she first goes out to eat with her family at uh, Steak and Cake. Which, that, was, <laughs> that was hilarious. That was I want to go to Steak and Cake yeah. so bad. What was I saying? Uh, the the ending was a little contrived. And, yeah, and uh, the, the stuff about the... the kid from Mexico. Yeah, with the the sign on the on the building that just says Escuela. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's yeah. I uh, that, but that that scene where she was praying was that was funny. Where you know they're in the steak and cake. Just the idea of a steak yeah. and cake, and then she's praying, and she she goes on, and she doesn't she doesn't realize that. She doesn't. She has to say amen, so she keeps going on and on, <laughs> and making this stupid stuff up. That was funny. That was funny. It was uncomfortable and <laughs> embarrassing for her, and uh, quite hilarious. So, yeah. All right. Shall we move on then? Yes. I, um. Next up, Miracles from Heaven, which mm. I just finished. Why well, I watched it in in parts because I was tired. Uh, I finished watching it today, and uh, this was another one that I 
I liked more than I thought it would. I yeah. I gotta tell you, this is a hard movie to watch as a parent. Yeah. Because I had never heard of this disease before. I thought it was gonna be a, a schmaltzy like you know oh the kid has cancer and then all of and a sudden she doesn't. But wow, no, that's they, that's that's like they saved that they saved the miracle to the end. Yeah, and you go through this really hard journey. Yeah, they give an unflinching look at what their daughter has and what she's got to do and how she's got to live and yeah. And I for, I forget what the exact disease was called, but it was like it. part of her stomach was paralyzed, which yeah. caused the rest of her digestive system not to work. So she couldn't digest food. They had, they had she to feed her digest with the food. Tube. It was it was showing up like blockages in her intestines. Yeah. And, oh, it's yeah. just awful. And, and it, if nothing else, you know, this is based on a true story. Yes. So I am willing to concede that she was sick and I'm I'm certain there's documented evidence. She was sick, and now she's not. And in between, she was in an accident in a tree. She fell into a tree trunk. And yeah, she fell head was, first. Yeah, got knocked out. And she says she saw God or Jesus, and he said that her work on Earth wasn't done, and he was sending her back, and she was healed. I don't know if any of that actually happened. If nothing else, this movie really sheds a light on this awful, awful disease that I'd never even heard of. Yeah. Before. Well, Corinne watched part. My wife watched part of it with me, and um, we were flashing back to when our youngest was in the hospital. He had a bladder disorder. For he was getting reflux of his urine back into his kidneys. Ugh. Yeah. He had a surgery to fix him up, and he he's been better ever since. He hasn't had any problems. Good. So, but this movie brought us back to those days in the hospital and like I, I i spent the night with him in the hospital just by his bedside after his surgery and that was yeah that was you're right it was a tough watch yeah because you know, it put me and back in that spot emotionally <laughs> the, uh jennifer garner is like the lead in this there are a couple other uh, queen latifah's in it too yeah um side note i once read an internet post that said if they ever did a gender swapped quantum leap reboot that Jennifer Garner and Queen Latifah would make a good Sam and Al. And now yeah. here they are in a movie together. <laughs> for real. Um, but Jennifer Garner does a, a really good job as a, a mom trying to yeah, do the a, best. A really believable, yeah. emotional performance. Yeah. I mean, she's they, been in some bad movies like Mr. Magoo and Nine Lives, but this one was... Hey, I haven't seen Nine Lives yet. <laughs> yeah, but this one was really... She did She did really good yeah. in this one. I, I was a big fan of Alias when it was on. And so she does good, but I, the the kid. Yeah, she was the kid. Was how great. on earth does a a ten year old act deathly ill like that? Yeah, that's what did they do to get her stomach to? That had to be that's an appliance. Some kind, yeah, but some they kind kept of aesthetic. Or they something. kept it looked. It didn't look fake. Yeah. So this, I think, the difference was the production. Values of this movie and our next movie, I both guess, both were by Affirm Films, which is oh they the same production company. Yeah, Affirm I didn't Films, catch that. Which are distributed at least by Sony. They say it's okay. a division of Sony Films. Okay, they are both on Stars, which I think Sony owns a stake okay. in. Okay, so that would yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So we have some better direction, some better some yeah. better storytelling, 
is a lot better acting. Yeah. And so And yeah. I again I, I like I thought it was gonna be schmaltzy, but it yeah. was it well, was not schmaltzy. Yeah. I was I was because the, the, the movie started and I'm like uh, they they show them going to church yeah. and and they go to their church and it's this little tiny church but it's packed out. I'm sorry, but I've been to a lot of little tiny churches and none of them are ever packed out. But then they show why you have third day as your worship team. I mean, come on, <laughs> is is that they're, uh, they're the band? They're one of the one of my favorite worship uh, bands or oh, okay. Christian music bands. The okay. third, I mean, they do some good stuff, and the guy has a voice like. Like no other, yeah. If he was leading worship in your your little Bodunk, Texas town, yeah, it'd be packed out every Sunday. <laughs> That's where my I uh, started to lose my uh, willing suspension of disbelief yeah. there. But uh, the only thing I rolled and the my guys like let's hear it for the worship team, and they're like yay, <laughs> and you have this like major national act who who plays out. They pack out arenas, okay, and they're on yeah. this little tiny platform. Yeah, that's called, that's <laughs> called acting. Yeah, well. Uh, the only thing I rolled my eyes at was when the, the one church biddy uh, was trying to figure out yeah. why they oh, were yeah, praying yeah. and praying, and she hadn't been healed, so somebody must have sinned. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if that actually happened. I was that people people won't say that to your face, right? But that's like on the it, they should be. Hey, we can make a like uh, we could put this on our blog like the top ten stupid things Christian people say when you're grieving. You know <laughs> that could a, be like five a, or six. A BuzzFeed list. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you won't believe what Christians say behind your back. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I was um speaking of fact checking. I was going on um I I did a little googling while I was watching it and just to see what it it's is based on a book that's written by the real Chris. They use their real names, the real Christy Beam. Yeah. There really was a woman that they met at the hotel restaurant that took them around Boston and they became friends. The reporter and his dead daughter completely fictitious. Yeah. Who who played that reporter? I some uh, I'd never heard of him. I thought it was Christopher Waltz at first cuz no, he had kind it, of an accent, but I, I was trying to put my finger on who it reminded me of. Yeah. And Christopher Waltz is who he reminded yeah, me of. Yeah, but I didn't see it him in the credits, so uh, it's like um Yeah. But that was uh, but yeah, that that last scene was a little contrived too with like how do we know that she was yeah. really sick? You know, it's they, like that should have been left out. It should have been yeah. her giving the speech in the church to rousing applause. Yeah, I, yeah, and and well, the guy's testimony was kind of nice too. You yeah, know, I it, guess, but it was it was a little it was completely unnecessary it, because yeah, he didn't exist in real life. Yeah. Wayne Wayne Pear, P E R E, with an accent over the first yeah. E. Yeah. But uh, but other than that, this was this was a really this was a really good movie. Yeah, it was so. it was well done, and I I hope the little girl stays well and healthy. Well, I watched the bonus features. They show her and the family and the real and the actors that they got like Jennifer Garner. And Jennifer Garner kind of looks a lot like and the other guy um, who played her husband. Yeah, they look like the the real people. So they they cast yeah. they cast really well there and they got some decent actors too so um but yeah she she's healthy they showed like the tree it's like in pieces now yeah. parts of it are still there but like this is the tree i fell in and it, more than more she, than what's at the end of the movie yeah okay 
apparently she's she's um she's healthy, happy. She's I I think at the the time that they made the movie, she was like a, a I think they, she said a um, sophomore in high school, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Really was a miracle. Um, I know Mike Mike well, Mike's I a doubting Thomas here, but I. But I'm for me, glad she's okay. But for me, this movie was affirming and uplifting to me in my faith. Where Christian Mingle was, you know, that was it didn't really affirm in my faith, but it was kind of funny. And but the and the other ones didn't really. It made me feel sad that I'm a Christian. <laughs> but they just but, made me sad that I'd wasted that much time. <laughs> But not so with our final film, Risen. Oh wow! This one, Just, yeah, I you really liked. I had seen it on Stars. I had seen commercials for it when it when it came out. It's it was a major release. It has a couple of stars in it. No pun intended. Uh, uh, uh. It has uh, uh, Tom Felton who played Draco Malfoy in the Harry Potter films. Yeah, that... and his name is Lucius, which is hilarious. Why is that hilarious? Because his his father in the show, the character, the Draco Malfoy's father and is Lucius Malfoy. Oh, and he played Lucius in this story, which okay. I thought was hilarious. But I, I, I but I, I saw him from the Flash. I was, know. I, yeah. I really enjoy his character on the Flash. Yeah, He's really and excellent. Went, and they it. didn't kill him off. I was totally expecting him to get killed off. Yeah, because all season long it was special appearance by Tom Felton, and and he made it. So yeah, so good for him. Uh, oh, well, he does such a good job. They probably yeah. we can't kill this guy off. We got to yeah. keep him for next they season. They got to they got to keep him to bring Caitlin back somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So he's in it. Anyways, and then, risen. but the but the star of it is Joseph Fiennes from one of my least favorite movies, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, <laughs> I can't get over it. And I'm gonna make some comparisons, and maybe they're fair, maybe they're not. But the biggest thing I had a problem with in Shakespeare in Love was not Joseph Fiennes, or. Or Gwynnie Paltrow. I can call her Gwynnie. We're, we're tight. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that th- the movie has William Shakespeare struggling to write a play called Romeo and Ethel the Pirate's Daughter. This is complete and utter balderdash. Yes. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet was already an established Italian story that Shakespeare would have heard of. And he adapted it, kind of like all of these Bible movies that we've oh, talked about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> making a movie where Shakespeare falls in love and is inspired is kind of like them taking a Bible movie and inserting fictitious characters into it. And I know that's exactly what they did with Risen. (laughs) But I'm sorry, Risen is a lot better than Shakespeare in Love. And Shakespeare in Love won the expletive-deleted best picture over Saving Private Ryan. And I will never forgive it for that. It's a terrible movie. It had no business winning except for Hollywood studio politics. You Saving could, Private Ryan was say, a masterpiece. You could say the same thing about Crash. I mean, it wasn't... And Crash, yeah. It was, Crash I mean, won it, for... It was a good movie. You could watch it once because it, it, yeah, it says... Yeah, I watched it, it once. It says something about uh, racism in America, but I don't think that deserves to make it a best film. No, and what it... It, it beat out something that should have won, and I forget what yeah. it was. Um, um, um... Brokeback Mountain. Everybody thought Brokeback Mountain oh, was yeah, going to win, right. and then Crash won. That's yeah. what it was. I yeah. didn't. I did not see Brokeback. Just not. 
I just didn't see it. Honestly, people people who did see it said it was just okay. Well, Ang, Ang Lee is sort of an acquired taste, so yeah, we don't <laughs> we don't we don't talk yeah. about that. Ang Lee peaked at Crouching Tiger. Yeah. We don't talk about his next film. <laughs> he called that his other green monster. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His other green destiny. Sorry. Yeah. It was a green destiny. I, I don't even hate Ang Lee's Hulk movie, but I got to just watch the good parts, the Hulk parts. Everything yeah. else is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Risen. Risen was. This this had more biblical material in it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, like, Clavius is make-believe, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He the Ray Fiennes character. Yes. Yeah. He Joseph Fiennes. Joseph Fiennes. Sorry. Sorry. I'm thinking. You know. Ray Fiennes is a good actor. Yeah. I'm sorry. He was Voldemort. <laughs> you know, with Draco Malfoy, and yeah. So sorry, I got confused. Yeah. Joseph Fiennes. Hey, he got to he got to act with both Fiennes. So I'm sure. Th- I'm sure they're both fine actors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going off the rails really quickly. I, yeah. uh, uh, we're almost to the end finish line. Let's hold yes, it together. We are. All right. Um, I he he plays he plays. It's not the centurion. Yeah. What he's was a, his title? a tribune. He's a, a tribune. tribune. Yeah. I don't know what the difference is. I, uh, he's, I, I from think the he's trailer, higher, he's higher than the centurion. I okay. Think. From the trailer, I thought he was a centurion, but that yeah. was years when it came, yeah. like two years ago when it yeah. came out. But he was he was there at Christ's crucifixion and yeah. saw that he had died. And then uh, he's put in charge of finding Jesus' yeah. body. That's the log line. That's yeah. like none of that is spoilers. Right. You know, Roman guy goes in search of Jesus' body. Yeah. And it, so, but then and then he finds Jesus' body. But <laughs> the punchline is Jesus is alive. I you know what? For, <laughs> I got a yeah. Passion of the Christ did the whole brutally beating Jesus and showing the violence. Yeah. But that was the point of the movie. Yeah. That was how much Jesus suffered. The point of this movie... Did you see Pan's Labyrinth? Yes. When I finished with Pan's Labyrinth, I remember thinking, wow, that had a whole lot of violence in it, but the whole point of that was to show the beauty at the of, of the other world yeah. that the girl, spoiler alert, escaped to at the yeah. end. The, the violence... It's PG... The reason is PG-13. Um, the the point of all the the bodies and the the flies and the the stench, and he he sees all of these bodies that he's digging up, and yeah, because he has to go through yeah. like all the corpses to try and find Jesus' and they, corpse. They talk about the politics, why they're trying to find Jesus's body. Yeah, and most of the movie is. Uh, him talking to people it's like a procedural yeah and then holy bleep it's it's yeshua he's still alive this is this is the first movie where it surprised me and (laughs) i'm not kidding i'm not kidding it's it struck me yeah that they did such a good job of selling it. Yeah. They they call him Yeshua. They cast people. They actually cast multicultural people, but they looked close yeah. enough. Well, and I thought I knew you'd be happy about the way Yeshua. Jesus looked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jesus looked like he, they called him Yeshua, which was closer to a English pronunciation of what his name would have been. Yeah. Uh closer to Joshua. 
I forget where I heard that. Yeshua is Jesus, which is right. How, but I how forget you would say it in yeah. in um, Aramaic. I forget where I was reading that or heard that. Yeah. Um, that, but but I knew that that's what it should be before I yeah. saw risen, and like he he opens the door and there he is, and it's like what? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. I was expecting him to just bust in on the disciples. Yeah, and, but Jesus is there with the disciples, and it's like <laughs> it, it yeah. surprised me too. I was like, whoa, they actually went there. They actually did that. They showed, yeah. They because even a passion doesn't. Yeah, it's it's like it's like uh, a tag at the very end of the movie. Oh it's yeah, like the that, last. You're right. I but forgot. it doesn't count because it's only it's only like it's not even a minute. Yeah, that's not what the movie. It's what this movie is about. Yeah, you don't think so, but it it gets there, and yeah. it's it's. I, I know this was over. It's powerful, mm-hmm. and directed and co-written by Kevin Reynolds, who also did. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which I really like, and, and Waterworld, which I didn't see because a lot of people didn't. <laughs> but I I, I, I kind of liked Waterworld. Okay, it, there we go. It, it it has a Mad Max feel to it, and um, but they don't. Kevin Costner's character isn't extremely likable. He's more of an anti-hero, and yeah. I think that's where the movie sunk. Okay, if uh, you take my meaning. No, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so, boy! Yeah. Anyways, it's, but this movie doesn't sink. This, no, this one it rises. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and it 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 the movie ends uh, with uh, Jesus' ascension. Yeah, I and I so, gotta I I will admit I there's after he after he sees Yeshua alive again, he kind of takes up with the disciple disciples or apostles. Both okay, yeah. Uh, well, he kind of takes up with them for a little bit, yeah. but and they then, they have they have all twelve disciples there, which is great because you never see them all together, and they, they even bring out some of the other ones, like the ones you never talk about, like Bartholomew. Wouldn't and, Judas have already been dead? Yeah. Well, then they they cast lots to uh, have another one join them. Oh, all right. Um, uh, Matthias. Okay. Yeah. So there was a little bit after he he ends up just going a wall essentially from the Roman guard and yeah. uh, Lucius comes and finds him. And I thought there was going to be one more confrontation with him and Pilate. Yeah. Yeah. They don't pay that off. And but. no, they don't like I was, what I thought was going to happen was he was going to be dragged back in front of Pilate and Pilate's going to be like, it's not going to matter in two weeks anyway. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, he ends up just kind of wandering the earth, and he's a, he can't go back. Yeah. And uh, it ends with the ascension. Yeah. But it, I, I like the—it's the, the it's kind of a frame story. It opens up, you see a, a figure walking out of the desert to an inn, and um, basically he's recounting this whole story to the innkeeper, and and the innkeeper is, like, kind of incredulous and, like— uh, not incredulous, but amazed, really. Like, wow! And, and so he he gives him his tribute his Tribune's ring I and walks that. out the door. Yeah, it is. It is that, framed oh, in like okay. that. Oh, okay. So, right. so it, you know what? I think when I was watching it, I didn't realize that was a flashback. Yeah. So the whole the whole You're, story okay. he's talking about is kind of he's. I didn't. He's, okay. He's I'm re- dumb. When after the ascension, you you describes the ascension to this guy, and he's like, "Whoa! Uh, what are you gonna do now?" And he's like. Roll the earth like yeah. Kane from Kung Fu. Yeah, and so he gives him his tribune's wing as payment, and 
walks back out in the desert and sort of fades away. So I like I like things that okay. end the way they began. So right. that so for me this movie hit it hit all the right things. Um I've seen things it, you people yeah. wouldn't believe. <laughs> Uh, lepers healed of their sores. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's another thing I like. They show Jesus yeah. do actually do a miracle. A lot of yeah. a lot of these Jesus movies, he, he's he's they well, cut well, away. They didn't show him morphing or anything. Yeah, well, they didn't have that much money no, in their budget. Yeah, Jesus healed a leper, and I like when they show Jesus demonstrating his godly power. Because a lot, a lot of the movies and TV shows, they don't really do it. Like the one we watched with uh, Tyler Perry, the TV show that we oh, did yeah, the yeah, passion. Yeah. The, the, he sang a lot, but he didn't really do any miracles. Who needs miracles when you have Evanescence? Yeah, I suppose. Bring me to life. More on that in a second. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we still have yes. to get to our, our TV, TV corner. corner. But yeah, Risen was, Risen was great. Risen, uh, Risen was really good yeah and so I, I i think we learned something valuable from watching all these films you, if, you if, can't judge a religious movie by its cover but you could judge it by its by its screenwriters yeah i just i may i be permitted before we move on into tv corner i don't know if this is the right place for it or if you want to save it for the end but I, I have a feeling when we're done with tv corner we'll be ready to wrap up so i'm going to throw it in now when we first started, I was talking with uh, somebody I worked with. Uh, his name's Matt. Hi, Matt. I will uh, send you a message and let you know we mentioned this. And I was telling him what we were going to do. And I wasn't sure about it myself because I, you know, I'm not really religious. I used to be, I, you know, I, I grew up going to church. And Robert said he wanted to, to do this. And I just wanted to talk about movies. Um, but Robert's, you know, my best friend. And I like talking about movies. And I thought, all right. We'll talk about movies and, and religion thrown in. And my friend at work, Matt, was saying, I don't know how you guys are going to keep coming up with material. It seems like you're going to run out of stuff to do. Yeah. And here we are six years later. I don't know what vision you had. <laughs> we, we, hit a, we tapped into a zeitgeist yeah. because here we are doing six, six of these all at once. And all these have come out in the last... In the last two years. Yeah. Um, I think one of them was 2014. Or yeah. 20, yeah, at least 2015. Yeah. And and it's 2017. And for you listening way in the future, historians listening to this, whether you're AI or not, that we're recording this in 2017. I don't want to say we're visionaries, but we lucked into... This is the right time for what we're talking about. Yeah, the the conflagration left behind the the Kirk Cameron one came out in two thousand. Then all of a sudden, now we've done a Left Behind remake. We've done sequels. <laughs> we've done sequels to movies that weren't even made when we started doing the show. Yeah. You know, two God's Not Dead movies. Who would have thunk? Who? <laughs> Fireproof came out since Left Behind was 2000. Fireproof came out like 10 years later, over 10 years later. It didn't Fireproof yeah. come out since we started? Yeah. So just, and now here we are doing a roundup because there's a an embarrassment of riches in yeah. more ways than one. Yeah. 
looking, you know, looking over the TV shows, it was sort of the same story. There's a time where it was, it was kind of scant on TV. It's like, what are we yeah. going to talk about? And then, not and now too long the ago, good we had place is on the air. We had, we did like, we had we had a TV roundup where we did like four of these. Yeah, things, I, I so. remember that. So. All right. Well, let's go to our TV let's, corner. Yeah, let's let's segue into TV corner. We're just gonna give a recap. We didn't do TV is a little slimmer pickings. Yeah. Than than film. Um. I mean, they're out there. We find them in like almost. I think there's only one or two episodes where we didn't do a TV corner. Yeah. But, but, it's, but it's, yeah. it would be hard to do six TV shows all at once. Yeah. But l- again. Let's, yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's do a recap because some of these shows. All right. Where they were still in process, yeah, of being uh, broadcast on the air. So some of them had ended. Some of them had. Some of them were mini series. Yeah. Some of them only aired two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> one springs to mind. Yeah. Well, let's let's start with the very first one, Doctor Who. Doctor Who is still going strong. It's in season ten right now, yeah. and because uh, it was back in season six when we were. Wow. Yeah, I was reading that this is the sixth anniversary of. The Ganger episodes, which I hated, and yeah. that was when that was that would have been when we were recording yeah, the original. Yeah, we were trying one. to figure out who's River Song. And oh yeah, that was uh, we we were close. I forget exactly what I said, but we were close to who who she was. Yeah, but then it turned to be so convoluted that we didn't care anyways. Yeah, so that's th- we, season six was kind of a low point. Yeah, we look forward to Chris Chibnall taking over. And, yeah, uh, and David Tennant returning as the. the that's Mike's, that's, that's Mike's yes. conspiracy theory. I have and I have a crazy crackpot theory, and there is there is evidence. I'm not going to go into it now because we've got some place to be actually yeah. after we're done recording this. I, I don't think it's so crackpot. After at first I thought it was, uh, but then I'm like, oh, that's the kind yeah. of thing that they would do. With David it. David Tennant could be the Grover Cleveland of Doctor Who. <laughs> we'll see. Um, next one is V. Uh, Two and done. It, at least it got renewed once. Yeah. I saw a V novel at Half Price Books yesterday. Made me, yeah. Made Based me on the the original bit. series or the remake series? You know, I didn't pick it up off the shelf. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. I think the original. Yeah. It it was. Uh, I don't think the remake got a lot of tie-in merch. Yeah. If it it could be honest. It could have gone somewhere interesting it, with with, with the yeah. uh, priest character on there, but uh, Smallville. Uh, Smallville. I'm pretty sure was off the air when we talked about yeah. it. Okay. Uh, it's still off the air, uh, but we, we, we did a Superman episode for yeah. that. And we now uh, still have Supergirl on the air, which I enjoy. It's, yeah. it's not the best show, but I, I like watching it's, it. It's very CW. Yeah, it's a little CW, but I enjoy watching it, and I look forward to seeing it. Uh, we're coming up with another Superman show called Krypton, which is about Superman's grandfather. I will, really? yeah. I will not be watching that because I don't care. Oh, they're gonna. Is, it's, is it's it on, another? No, it's on Sci-Fi. Oh, okay. It's on Sci-Fi. They're gonna cast the pretty twenty-somethings. Yeah. Nobody's gonna have superpower. It's gonna be like Caprica. Yeah. It's gonna be like Caprica, and okay. Caprica got better, but it it dragged. Okay. Well, save that. We got Caprica coming up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about Caprica now. That was <laughs> later on the list. Yeah. Bro. Caprica was also, it felt like two seasons because they split it in half, but it really was only one. Yeah. And it got better as it went on, but it was too little too late kind yeah. of because it wasn't, 
it was really very family drama y and not yeah. sci fi y enough. Yeah, the, you're they right. kind of missed the whole. And I think I talked about this. Yeah. When they missed the whole point that that girl was the first Cylon. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Like, yeah. what is a soul? Is it, yeah. and it w- doesn't matter what if it's in a mechanical or yeah. a fleshly body. I think we that talked. Been I, yeah, I think we talked about all this six yeah. years ago. Um, Ronald uh, D. Moore, who co-created Caprica, is working on Outlander now, which my wife really likes. Oh, okay. Futurama. Uh, it's come and gone and is now a and mobile came back again, and came just like back, Jesus, just like. Je- <laughs> and I'm his good friend Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Got a uh, that was the infamous uh, hopped up on grape soda episode where yes. we did Dune and Futurama. Yeah. That All was right. good times. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea we'd do this many more episodes. <laughs> uh, well, the next episode was not a high point for you, Babylon 5. You hated that show. Pass. <laughs> Firefly. Pass. You didn't like Firefly? No, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that w- that one had um, our favorite our favorite fictional pastor on it. I yeah. think Shepherd Book, the late great Ron Glass. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I was trying to make a joke about another not so favorite fictional pastor, but the <laughs> I, timing is everything, and I blew it. Um, yeah, I Ron Glass uh, has passed away. Uh, I met Jewel State at uh, Wizard World uh, this year. I did. Oh, nice. I did not mention this podcast. <laughs> Wait, did we do Caprica or Battlestar Galactica? We did both, actually. Um, I actually, uh, I, I, I got to go back. I, I follow Nikki Klein from Battlestar Galactica on Twitter, and she was like, she tweeted out that she was looking for a podcast specifically to listen to uh, on a flight or something, and so I mentioned, uh, I tweeted to her that we had done a podcast episode about Battlestar Galactica and she said something to the effect of oh that's interesting maybe I'll check it out I don't know that she ever did but there you go well we gave it a good review uh, yeah we love Battlestar Galactica yeah so and that one really delved into a lot of spiritual issues which was really cool yeah Quantum Leap I love Quantum Leap it is uh I, I was uh disappointed that that uh that the it has not. All the other things that have gotten re- V has been rebooted. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, I, and I really think with all the other, you know, there's a, a an appetite for genre shows now. It doesn't even have to be an anthology series like the original. You could still give it some backstory that you know yeah. show more of what's going on in the present. Yeah, but, yeah, and it's I a great mentioned idea for the reboot with, yeah. with Jennifer Garner, and Cor- Jennifer and Garner, Latifah. And Latifah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, next one. Charlie Brown Christmas special. That was our Christmas episode. Whatever. I think we ran out of. <laughs> yeah, but that one is a line is. Yeah, he, no, he I know. I just tell us a Bible story on, on the air, and they play yeah. this every year, which is kind of cool. For yeah, me, they so. okay. That's they still play it every year. I I have it on DVD, and we watch it, and okay. I just th- there's there's no news about it. Is my point? Yeah. Okay, so this show answers the question: Do you believe X Files? <laughs> <laughs> X Files, yes. X-Files. I want to believe. I want to believe. <laughs> X Files. Uh, you know, they were talking about. I uh, want to believe came out in two thousand eight. So yeah, we would have done this after that because yeah. we started in twenty eleven. Um, they 
But they, they, they never, hadn't rebooted it yet. They hadn't re- I'm getting there. Yeah. They they talked about it and talked about it, and it finally happened last year, and it's coming back for season 11, and I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, they, it, it wasn't very good. I'm not going to lie. There's a couple episodes like, that were all right. Two out of the six were good. Yeah. But you know, it was just, I was just so happy that they were back. Yeah. You know, it's, and, and that it wasn't a reboot. Yeah. If if they could get that chemistry back, yeah, I have. I think that's what we're missing. I have was. higher hopes for season eleven. Now okay. that they've done it, they've gotten the. Can we still do this so many years later out yeah. of their systems? Let's just let's get a, a, some better episodes. Bring them back. Right. All right. Walking Dead. Uh, Walking Dead. I'm told is still on the air. Yeah, I gave I, up on that. <laughs> I tried. When we didn't have cable, it was hard for me to like try and watch it because AMC would put up some episodes that you didn't have to pay for. And I tr- I tried, and I stopped watching the episode where you thought Glenn was dead. He fell off the dumpster, and I just I never picked up picked it up after it. And I said, okay, when it comes to Netflix, but you before season seven starts. I'll pick it back up and get caught up again. Yeah. Robert, I made it two episodes. I yeah. was so utterly bored with what was going on. It's just... And not even, I knew what happened by that point. I yeah. knew Glenn was, was okay by that point. But, but it's just people it's, fighting it's just, all the it's time. It's people fighting. Thing, yeah. And the the last episode I saw was, I think it was the one of the, one of the ones I saw on Netflix was the one with uh, Lemmy James going to the farm and running into a guy who had was keeping a walker in a cage or something. Oh, yeah. I forget. Uh, yeah. That guy was the pastor in Miracles from Heaven. Yes, that's right. Who <laughs> was also Drew Carey's gay cross-dressing brother on the Drew Carey show, wasn't he? And was also... I don't know. I didn't watch the Drew Carey show. And was also the dad in... The terrible Bruce Willis movie, Mercury Rising, who, oh, who gets killed by the bad guy. Wow. Yeah. All right, The Simpsons. Uh, Simpsons still on. I need to watch the finale still, but I'm trying to keep up with it. It's not my favorite. It's not It's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. But it's hanging in there. You know, may we all be so lucky. The Stand. Uh, it was just a miniseries. As far as I know, it's not being rebooted. Um, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see when the Dark Tower movie comes out. Oh, yeah. I, imagine the the kind of franchise and crossover stuff they could do. Because yeah. I, I, Mike, he influences all my reading. I mean, I have uh, about half a dozen books on my shelf that he's given me that I enjoy very much. Oh, wow. But, um, uh, yeah, you see there's uh, the Luther. I see the, I see the Gunslinger. There's, the, there's Terry Gilliam. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I'm really getting into Stephen King. I, I'm I'm Excellent. reading Wizard and Glass right now. Oh, Wizard and Glass! Uh, is but I'm, my I'm favorite also of the yeah, saga. I'm also reading like the expanded sort of uh, Dark Tower verse novels. So Excellent. I finished the Talisman. Um, Have you gotten to it yet? No, you told me to save that for the end. So okay. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. But after I do this, I'm going to read uh, Salem's Lot because uh, the Fowler Callahan character comes in yeah. in the Dark Tower. So yeah. I'm getting. I'm Ins- did you see Insomnia? No. Okay, Insomnia definitely. Yeah, that's that's on the list. All right. So in, Insomnia. Uh, so there's like 20 books on this list. So I'm gonna get through them all. But it, it'd be great if they brought if they did yeah. something with the stand with Matthew McConaughey yeah. as Man in Black and, I, and Randall Flag. 
I, honest to God, had Matthew McConaughey. This is true. Is currently shooting a movie in Cleveland. This oh is, yeah, that's right. This, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, this is also true. I, honest to God, had a dream the other night that I ran into Matthew McConaughey and was trying not to ask him about the Dark Tower because I thought that would be rude. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. American Bible Challenge. Is that even on the air anymore? Who cares? That's when we Pass. were stretching, I think. Yeah. Stargate SG-1. Pass. Still yeah. off the air. No new Stargate coming. Fringe. Oh, I miss it. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. So, well, uh, still off the air. No reboot. I, I have I have the whole series on so do DVD, I. which so I do got I. at a bargain price at Big Lots. And Christopher Excellent. watched them. Yeah. And we watched the last couple episodes together. And he was really moved and touched by, you know, the the goodbyes in the last episode. And uh, it was good for us to watch together, you know. Uh, yeah. So that was that was a great, great show. Yeah. I it's on um, it's on some weird Verizon branded streaming service called Go90. It's free, but it's ad supported and it's not on. I can only get it on like my phone and tablet. I don't think it's on. I just it's not on Apple TV, and I don't know that it's on. Just Roku watch your or DVDs, man. That's what they're for. Standard definition. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got I got a 1080 and a 4K and, yeah. and DVDs of Fringe. Uh, sorry, my my little 27 inch flat yeah, screen I, is good enough for me. Yeah, and as long and, as I have the sound. And yet you have a, a shelf full of Blu-rays. They look great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you need a bigger TV so they look better. <laughs> yeah, talk to my wife about that. Yeah, you please, told me. You please told talk me. to my wife. Will you please? I for, anyways, <laughs> I will. I will go back. Remember how for zero point six eight seconds I thought about quitting the show <laughs> for for zero point six eight seconds. I thought about giving you my Christmas party TV <laughs> because I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I my wife. Is as that's, happy as you are about not. That's what I came back to. <laughs> no, he told me Corinne would be mad. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, Money Python's Flying Circus. I think we only did that because uh, we did Life that. of Brian. We did Life okay. of Brian. Okay, so, so it was it was like a TV corner in name only. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ancient Aliens. Expletive deleted. <laughs> That's still that's still a very entertaining show. My I know that's my sister's favorite show. She has a T-shirt with that guy's face on it. <laughs> yes. And so I tweeted. I or I put on Instagram and it went to Facebook and Twitter uh, because I'm sure all of my listeners follow me on on those. <laughs> I, actually, I know none of you do. Uh, Michael M. Patty on Instagram and Twitter, and Michael Patty on Facebook, uh, and checking the gate on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, I when I was rewatching, I rewatched all of the Alien movies leading up to Alien Covenant, and when I got to the second one, I tweeted out a screen cap of the title and the caption. I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. <laughs> and I know it's like, um, it's like how the words. I know he didn't actually say those words on the show, <laughs> just like, just like James Dewan never, or just like Captain Kirk never said. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. Just like uh, Darth Vader never said, Luke, I am your father. Yeah. It seems like he said, I'm not <laughs> saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Uh, West Wing. Uh, West Wing is still good. I rewatch an episode every now and then. I'm way behind. I'm still in season three, and I've it's been years yeah. since I started rewatching them. Um, they're on Netflix, I assume. 
they were the yes, last yes. time I watched one. Yeah. I was I think I was homesick and I I watched a West Wing. Uh, yeah, it was when my ankle was broken. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, yeah. no, no, that's not right. No, I was homesick and Tammy and Zoe went someplace. It was a Saturday or something, and they Tammy took Zoe to something, and I was homesick and watched a West Wing. That's what it was. Yeah. And it was still on Netflix, so still a good show. Holds up. Yeah. Save me. Oh God, is that the um? That was on the, for um, like half a season. Anne Hesh one. Yeah. That was on uh, for like half a season. Yeah. I think canceled and gone. Yeah. Don't miss it. Don't miss um, it. The Bible series. They, I don't remember if we ever went back and talked about it, but they made a feature version called Son of God. Yeah, they, it's basically all the Jesus parts of that movie they edited together of the series, I think. And they probably should have just done only that. I think they, they, they tried to do a Ken Burns type thing, and they, they ended up leaving too many things out like Ken Burns does. So, <laughs> so unlike Jesus, it should have stayed dead? Yes. Okay. Right. Sleepy Hollow. Just got canceled. Did it? Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Right. It. I from. I stopped watching it. I didn't like it when we did it. Yeah. And from what I understand, apparently it got worse and outlived its welcome. Uh, yeah. Because people were even saying that the first season was the, the one we watched was the best, and wow. I didn't even like that. Apparently, wow. it got worse. Uh, Veggie Tales. Uh, I we've kind of outgrown Veggie Tales now yeah. at our house, and we still have Bob and Larry stickers and stuff. You know, I still see it. Tammy showed me a a Les Mis meme that had pirates who don't do anything lyrics, <laughs> or no, it was a Barber Manatee yeah. uh, lyrics over it, and um, it, it you know warmed my heart a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're done with Veggie Tales for the most part. The second the second coming. That was the one with Christopher Eccleston where he, he was Jesus come again and he Oh died. wow, that was the name of that? Yeah, he dies eating a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah, no, I remember that part. I completely forgot the name of it though. Yeah. I thought it was like Jesus's Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was called the Second Coming, yeah. Okay. So that one uh, okay, I don't know. A, a strange comment on religion today. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, and I think we covered everything when we talked about it. I don't know what it, it was. It was a mini series. Yeah. I told you we had some in here. Yeah, Resurrection. What was that? Oh, that, was that the one with Kurtwood Smith? Yeah. Where the the people the yeah, people just came back to life for no reason. There were like three of those shows. One was in one was French, one was Canadian, and one was this one. Yeah, uh, and they was, were all different. Yeah, there was the the leftovers, which. Yeah, no. The leftovers is. Are, are we that moving was, on? That was, yeah, that was the next okay. show. Was we did the leftovers because they we had a couple of these resurrection shows that came. Well, no, the re- leftovers is completely different. Oh yeah, leftovers is another rapture, quasi rapture. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The resurrection was quasi rapture. No, resurrection was wasn't the rapture. Resurrection was people coming back from. Yeah, well, that's dying. Was, that's well, that's not the rapture though. They didn't yeah, mass sorry. disappear. Right. That's. What I meant to say is that's uh, that happens at the end of times. So it's apocalyptic, not not the rapture. Oh, the rapture okay. is part of the apocalypse, Kay. but not the entire apocalypse. All right. So that's why. Okay, but I, there I, were I'm trying to get yeah. through this quickly, and I'm, my tongue is getting tied. All right. <laughs> after an hour yeah. and fifteen minutes. Yeah. Here. Good. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. hungry. All right, Longmire. Uh, Longmire entering, still good, still love it. Uh, entering its sixth and final season this year. It's oh. shoot. It's shooting. That, no, it's. 
it's okay. It's have you watched season five? Are you caught up? Yes. It feels like it's it's wrapping up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm it okay. Does, yeah. It got. I'm okay. It got three extra seasons, and if they end it well, it'll be yes. Good. Let them yes. end it well on their own terms. That'll be exactly. Nice. Fun fact: Tammy went to see the author of the books just this week. Oh wow! Yeah, cool. He was at Strongsville, so it, I heard about it and told her about it, and she's like, "Yeah, I want to go to that." So she went. Sweet. And I've never read the books, yeah. so I didn't go. <laughs> All right, she hi- likes them though. Highway to Heaven. Uh, still canceled. Michael Landon and uh. Victor Friend. Thank you. I was going to say that, but I wasn't <laughs> sure it was right. I, you know, I was thinking of Victor Mature, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> yeah, still dead. Greatest Bible Stories. <laughs> what was that? That was the cartoons. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. <laughs> Preachers of L.A. Is that still on? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Another failed reality show. Yeah. Uh, Blue Bloods. I wish, I wish more reality shows would fail. Blue Bloods. I think that's still on. Yeah, it's still okay. on. Okay. Donnie Wahlberg turned with the new kids, though. Is he is he still on the show? Yeah. All right. More power to I him. I wish so. I had that kind of stamina. Yeah. Uh, Hand of God. That that's back, still on. That's that yeah. Back for a second yeah, season. Yeah, that's I in its that. second season now. I'm not. I'm not watching. No that. interest in watching yeah. that. Um, Tyler Perry's Passion. That uh, was the one off. That show. was the one off. Yeah. That was you know I. I wouldn't be. I it wouldn't got, mind seeing. It got terrible know. reviews. Did it, I didn't yeah. think it was that bad. Yeah. I appreciate what they tried to do. Yeah. You yeah. know, and they did. They did present a a clear gospel. Yeah. Appeal. They, so that was that was good. They just recently announced that they're doing a live musical version on Easter Sunday next year of Jesus Christ Superstar, and oh, they oh, yeah. mentioned they actually mentioned uh, that this was a precedent for that sort of thing. That that was on Palm Sunday though. Yeah. Not Easter, so um, I'll yeah. be interested to see that. I'm looking forward to that because I like the songs and the musical, and they don't actually—he doesn't actually resurrect in that, which I find that yeah. interesting that they're putting that on on Easter Sunday and not Good Friday. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, they they, they could change it. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll have that on I know, our uh, yeah. our seventh anniversary special. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We could do it for. We could do the movie and then the the live production and call it yeah. an episode. In the movie yeah. ends with yeah, there you him, go. Yeah, the movie ends with Jesus getting crucified, and then everybody gets on a bus and leaves. Yeah, it, yeah. it's weird. It was very seventies. Yeah, very very seventies. Uh, okay, so sixties even. So now we're up to to this year. I think we got uh, oh, okay roundup, or actually our fall roundup from last year. We're getting close. Preacher. Oh, Preacher was so much fun. Can't wait uh, for can't wait for season two. And yeah. coming soon to a Toys R Us near you, action figures of Cassidy and Jesse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about Tulip. I, I want to say I saw a Tulip, but I, I'm not 100%. Yeah, I, I cosplayed as the Preacher. I think we talked yeah. about that, that, the, the, that episode. And uh, one of my coworkers got me a, a, a cup with uh, Jesse on it. Nice. So, um, if you're if you're looking to get caught up, it's all on Hulu now. So yeah. Oh, get, excellent. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch that. Um, yeah. The Path. You didn't watch it. I watched the second season, and it. It's, oh, that's it's, yeah. I had to think about yeah. Uh, you know that's what? One of I, the Myerism cult and yeah. Or, yeah. Sorry, Myerism movement. <laughs> but yeah, that one uh, I really like. I mean, I'm glad you're enjoying it. You can enjoy it. There's for both some. Of us. There's some. There's some interesting drama going on there. So yeah. yeah. Um, Another but, Hannibal alum is uh, the guy who played Will Graham is, yeah. is Cal on there. Yeah, Hugh he, Nancy. 
He's really good in this. Okay. He he's losing it. Let's put it that he, way. He's he was it. losing it on Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> it's in his wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, of kings and prophets. <laughs> <laughs> what more can we say? Yeah. Uh, uh, Still only two episodes. Morgan Freeman presents the story of God. I saw that uh, on sale in BJ's today on disc. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. It was yeah. Uh, almost there. Almost there. Rev. Oh. Wow, I've been waiting for this. I finished Rev. I liked it so much. It was it was heart it was funny and sad and uplifting and it to quote the kids these days, it gave me all the feels. Yeah. Did you, how far did you get? Did you ever watch any more? Yeah, I watched a couple more episodes. It's hard okay. for me to get through. See cuz British humor Brit- Turn the subtitles on. Yeah. British people, I I just I watched this other show on Netflix is uh like very British problems or something like that, and it's comedians talking about things that are intrinsically British, and they feel embarrassed about everything all the time. Uh, and and this show really makes you feel like a British person, like you're embarrassed to be alive. <laughs> you're embarrassed I, to, to say your name, that anyone's looking at you, that you could see anybody do anything else, and that's that's. Uh, that's kind of why I don't like the show because I I feel too British watching it. Oh, I <laughs> I can't I can't speak highly enough of it. And if you stick with it, it's not the final episode, but it's like the second or third to last one. Yeah. Somehow they managed on television to get both Ray Fiennes and Liam Neeson into the same episode. Oh, and uh, I have to watch it. Now. Yes. Yeah. And you, but you have to watch leading up to that. Yeah, it, because it, yeah, still on Hulu. Oh yeah, still on Hulu. Highly, highly recommended. And fun fact: the day I was homesick and watched the episode of The West Wing, uh, I then put in Muppets Most Wanted because I wanted to watch something fun. And <laughs> uh, I forget his name, but the the Reverend Adam, uh, the guy who played him. Oh yeah, and Hugh Bonneville. From Downton Abbey and multiple episodes of Rev. Oh, oh Tom Hollander. Show and, Tom Hollander. Thank you. Yeah. Show up together in the same scene as guys paying off Ricky Gervais. Oh, nice. Or Ricky Gervais is paying them off. I haven't seen that one yet. I'll oh, have to, it's uh, hilarious! It's so I'll good. Have to watch that. It's so good. As, as and hilarious and good describes the Good Place. Yes. Oh my God! I'm so glad the Good Place got re- was it renewed when we when we talked about it. I don't know. I think I th- no because we we started we did it pretty early. Yeah, we, were we only a we couple did, episodes. In. Yeah, I think we recapped it a little bit in the next did we, episode. Or, no, yeah. wait, didn't we? Yeah, because like it, there was something about the finale. Like we were waiting for the finale to yeah. talk about it or something. Yeah, I don't and, remember. Well, yeah, and it the way it ended was. <laughs> it was really great. Yeah, and I, so I'm looking for how are they going to do the second yeah. season? Yeah, it was because like that's... there was um, a show called Witchblade where they kind of did a reset on a whole season, and uh, there was another show I don't know if you've heard of it uh, called Doctor Something, Doctor Something, um, yeah. where <laughs> at the okay. end of the third season they kind of reset the whole what yeah. had happened. It jumps ahead a year and then resets it, so everything is okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm. I hope they don't screw it up. Yeah. Uh, Impastor. Still canceled. Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum had a brief unrecognizable cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? I think he was the crystalline guy. 
Really? I'm not positive, but I heard he was in it, and then I saw his name in the credits, and like, oh, I bet that's who that was. I have to have to look at that again. I, I heard he was in it. I heard he was unrecognizable. He's either the red guy or he's the crystalline guy. You have seen it, right? Yeah, Guardians okay. of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it um, at the $5 showing on Tuesday nights. So nice. Love it. And finally, our last TV corner was The Young Pope. Yeah, I finally finished this show. I finally watched that last episode. And spoilers. Duh. But he, Jude Law, just keels over at the end. Apparently of a heart attack. Apparently he dies. He sees Jesus in the clouds. After he gives, uh, finally gives the sermon that he kind of dreamed about at the very beginning of the show. Where he's telling everyone to be happy. That they should smile. And he looks out with a telescope to see people. And he sees them smiling, and suddenly they're not smiling. And then he sees two figures that might be his mom and dad. And he goes back, and he sees Jesus in the crowd. But then he disappears, and he sees those two people who might have been his parents walking away. So that's like the indie filmmaker version of Closure, I suppose. And that's what this movie felt like, like like when we watched The Last Days in the Desert, and we wanted those two hours back. It, it it felt the same way with this show, but I wanted those ten hours back. It was a, like a ten hour long independent film where you have to like guess at what the filmmaker's trying to say is about the church. Is it about the papacy itself? Is it about religion in general? Is he think it's a good thing? It's a bad thing? Are these the things they're trying to fix? Is he trying to show like well this is how it is and how it shouldn't be? It's just weird and. Maybe I'm just a dumb American. I I don't I don't get it. I'm not reading deep enough into into it. But there is not enough going on to really want me to delve into it that deeply, especially not for ten hours. I heard that it wasn't like Jude Law's not coming back. They're not doing a second season of The Young Pope, but that but they're like rebooting it or something. I don't know. I was confused. It's weird HBO kind of yeah. stuff. So. All, All right. right. We yeah. made it. Yeah. Oh, that's our roundup. Six years, six movies, six years of history. And who knows what's to come. Actually, we do. Because for our <laughs> next episode, Robert, why don't I let you introduce it? Yeah. I, I just wanted to get uh, that segue. I, I may have so. spoken about this before, but there's... I don't think so. His name is Josh Gippen. He's a local filmmaker. He got this film funded on Kickstarter. And it is premiering next month. It's called... The Chosen People, a film of Jewish identity. And I'm looking forward to it because I have a scene in it where uh, he interviewed me at my church about how Christian people view their status as, as chosen people and stuff. So, um, You mean Jewish people? Well, no, Christian people. Okay. Fascinating. So you have to watch the movie to see. I guess so. How we see ourselves as chosen. So, yeah, why do we do that? Mm-hmm. Well, you'll have to go see the movie to find out. Yeah, so we're going to go see this movie on June 25th. That's a Sunday afternoon. And Mike and I are both going to go see it together. And then the show is going to be hitting the film festival circuit. So it might be coming to a theater near you. So look for that one this uh, summer and fall. So that'll be next time. And in uh, TV Corner, we're going to do one. I'll let Mike, you talk about this. I have mentioned Hannibal now over the the course of this podcast, I believe, twice, this episode. Yeah. And the newest series from Hannibal showrunner Brian Fuller and one of my favorite authors, Neil Gaiman, 
is American Gods, now airing on Stars. If you liked Preacher or Hannibal, American Gods is for you. It's so far hewing pretty good to the book, but they've they fleshed it out a little bit. And it's not for the faint of heart, I'm not going to lie, but it's it's quality. It's quality. I'm enjoying it, and I can't wait for the rest of the season or to see what they do later on. And we're going to talk about it next time. Yeah, I read the book, of course, uh, again, at Mike's suggestion. So thank you, Mike, for expanding my literary boundaries. You are very welcome. I can recommend some more stuff by him, too. So, yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. So And, you know, Neil Gaiman has also written a couple of Who episodes recently. Yes, he has. And and stories. He's written some. uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the one, I think. Yeah. Uh, Never Nowhere O'Clock. Something something like that. So yeah, so that's our episode for yeah. this time. Um, uh, I would I would like to say that any of our readers, while we're talking about Neil Gaiman, eventually, I think it's next year, there is going to be a show based on his his and Terry Pratchett's book, Good Omens. Oh, that would be another one right the, for the podcast. The yeah. book is hilarious. Read it now, watch the show, and then listen for it on Checking the Gate sometime next year. All right, so... Until that time, this is Robert saying keep the faith. And Mike saying peace out. Happy 50th. Woohoo!